Hello, welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I am Yale Teagle. That's Taylor Gates. Uh, I don't. There. Uh, yep. There is. <laughs> welcome to a today's gonna be off the rails. I'm telling you now. I'm warning you now. Off the rails episode of S Review. We are discussing SVU season twenty four episode twelve, Blood Out. Yes. Uh, before yeah. before we jump into everything, uh, let me properly start off our show. If you are in a situation where you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. That is Rain, R-A-I-N-N. Uh, Taylor, did you know that 4673 spells hope? Why, yes, I did. And you should have let me tell the viewers, but that's nope. fine. Nope. I decided to take it away from you. Um, Why am I yeah. being penalized? What did I do? You did nothing. It's <laughs> I'm I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Right, I don't know what's enough. going on, everybody. Um, no, I mean. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at... <laughs> I'm not I'm mad. mad at, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm mad at the show. Um, <laughs> listen, if you've never listened to us or watched us before, well, this is a terrible example of what it's like or perhaps an absolute perfect example yeah i was like i'm pretty sure this is pretty much how we are about every week just it's you just know today yeah consider this your content warning i seem tired and cranky today and i'm gonna take out on the show <laughs> yeah uh yes consider this a content warning there's an entire storyline about somebody abusing their position and raping people there's also murders and those are serious things but not on this show on this podcast we say some shit yep i keep <laughs> pausing for the dun duns and i'm waiting for them dun, and they dun. don't come we don't have them They're we don't have dun duns here we do have live chats going on hello live chat lizette is here zach is here doreen is here hello welcome we're glad you're with us uh, Taylor, uh -huh. it's your turn to speak. What did you think of this episode? I mean, I'm glad we're done with the storyline. So let's celebrate that. Um, I'm glad Duarte won't be interfering anymore. Rip, <laughs> you're a real one. Um, bye. Uh, there were some fun lines, which I'm sure we'll, you know, get to. There's a poll that we'll get to that certainly interesting i'm excited the promo is perhaps a bit misleading no the promo is exactly what they wanted you to think the promos sure. are full of lies everybody they're yeah. full and they lie and they just i'm telling you it's somebody who doesn't watch the show who's like oh people care about ships and then showed it was it was misleading i don't know if you guys have heard about the um the lawsuit that happened when people sued for Ana de Armas not being in yesterday because it was like she was like in the trailer and they rented it and she wasn't in there. And so these people sued, I think like the production company or the advertisement company, whatever, sued them, won it's their lawsuit. Advertising. I'm just saying that we have a case, okay? We have a case. Well, the class action suit starts here, everybody. I'm ready. I'm ready to make my money off of this. I'm ready to be money bags from this false advertising. <laughs> um, Zach in the chat says they baited us real good with that promo. Um, Doreen says bait and switch as usual. Nothing new. Yeah, uh, totally agree. Sarah is here. Hello, Sarah. Uh, welcome. Here is the quick cap for some reason. Um, as Benson and Creasy put a vengeful crime boss Hmm, a crime boss. I wonder what team could have been involved in this. Moving on. Was the crime organized? <laughs> it seemed very like he was a, a, a crime boss of an organization That's that he then found he could run from prison. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, right. As I was saying, this vengeful crime boss goes on trial. Finn tries to help a woman who was drugged and left for dead. Hey, an actual SVU case. Velasco takes drastic action to get information from a witness. You know, understatement. Um, 
Okay, would you like to start with, you can decide, would you like to start with Finn's case, Velasco, um, or Duarte? Hmm. Let's start with the Finn one, because that was the least wild, I guess I would say, out of all of them. So we'll work up with the wildness chart. I love that. All right, so um, Finn and Moneybags, Bruno. (laughs) Moneybags Bruno, which is a great name. And honestly, I like him. I like Moneybags Bruno. I think he's really fun. Uh, Finn and him are fun. Uh, Their Dorito- romance? I'm yeah. so into it. I'm so here for that. Because here's the thing. When when has Finn even gotten a bromance except for since Munch left? Mm, like, right. he needs a buddy. Because he's always so fun to play off a buddy like that and so they're my bro tp i'm into it i'm loving them yeah um doreen says brute is a keeper honestly um yeah the fact that it not to spoil but based on the promo for next week it looks like bruno is actually joining the case and finn's decision to like suggest that while duarte is dying is hilarious i'm obsessed he's so me like i didn't i could care less too like Liz asked about it. Lake. I think Lake and, and him were good partners, but they weren't a bromance. Yeah, and he was only there for like a hot minute. And then he went, I'm taking you guys to Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I he was there for all you like, what, a season or something. Yeah, he was there for a while. Um, yeah, he's so forgettable to me. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, I only remember him because he ends up like getting um, framed. Uh, Team Finn and Bruno. Yes, Bruno. everyone's loving it. Um, Sarah says, I wish Finn's case with Bruno had gotten its own episode. Every SVU case that we've had through this garbage BX9 saga, that's what I'm calling it, the garbage BX9 saga, um, should have been its own episode. The Deaf Girls case would have been amazing. Um, yeah. I just want to talk about the trash can moment, too, or the trash... Uh, truck the, the yeah yeah the garbage truck honestly yeah <laughs> first of all i need it on the record this is not this is not the first time that we found a body in no, a, far from a garbage truck um and as soon as it happened i was like guys we've done this before but when he pulls the dart out of her leg i went we have not done this before <laughs> i just think the timing was so convenient for all of that to unfold like that it was it was so tv like <laughs> It's like, what's wrong? We're cops. And then they go in, they're like, oh no, she's been assaulted. Like, come on, what are the actual chances? Um, but I was here for it. Yeah. I like the, um, I can't remember the one in the truck, the one who was driving. Um, he he was like, I'm not getting out of this truck. You guys do, I'm just, I'm just staying. I'm not dealing with this. Gonna... Oh. Yeah. Oh, Doreen says the little girl in the garbage truck was dolls. Thank you. Yeah. I as soon as he was like, I heard something, I was like, I I know there's a body. I've seen this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bruno, uh, Moneybags Bruno and Finn go on this adventure and they meet Miss Morgan and Misty, the cutest dog ever. And we have Yes, yes. What I think is the most wonderful interaction I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm going to just do it now because I do think it. everyone needs yeah, to hear please. this. Okay. So she had a vet named Dr. Tim. I didn't have money to pay Misty's bill. Dr. Tim said we could work something out. Um, and then they asked, what did that mean? He tried to get me to touch it. Touch what? What do you think? His member, his tool, his wing? Yep. So what did you do? I'm old, but I'm no idiot. I was like, this could go any direction. That statement is, I'm right. old, but I'm no idiot. She's like, obviously. So- I'm like, obviously. <laughs> and then what she said was not what I thought. Was no. not what I thought. She said, I touched it. <laughs> and I didn't like it. No one said you were supposed to like it. I also just love the part of the beginning of that because I thought it was so random, but then obviously it had to do with the vet. But they come in and she's like, I know I'm not supposed to have my dog in here, but he whatever. 
And then they like go and talk about something else. I was like, why do we need that? <laughs> so, but I love it when SGU does that. It has something completely unrelated to introduce us to the quirky little side character we're going to interact with. It's like when you go to the restaurant, it's like, guys, I'm busy. Like, I have to, <laughs> dude, like, someone died. Like, you should probably talk to them. <laughs> and so I just thought that was great. I love it when they do that. It's a um, fun SVU. Plastic. I have to give out these shout outs. So uh, Miss Betty Morgan was played by June Ballinger. Um, fantastic. Hands yeah. down, one of my favorite performances. I know that you always love, love an old lady. I do. Yeah. I love an old lady who's so obsessed with her dog. Yeah, that she she's would touch her veterinarian's tool. Member. Member. Wang. Wang. The Wang really got me. I was like, oh, okay, sure. It was great. Um, I also want to give a shout out to our sex worker who we fed in the truck. Um, Sierra Monique played that character. Really, really great performance. Um, And for those who don't know, our uh, detective Moneybags Bruno is uh, Kevin Kane is the actor's name. I'm excited for him to appear some more. Um, Dimitri says Bruno can take the other guy's spot because he's clearly getting fired. We will talk about Velasco in just a minute. Um, let's wrap up the actual SVU case. That was the most interesting part of the episode, um, which was that we found the guy. It was real easy. We dragged him down. Everything came down to it. And when they told um, our sex worker about it, she was like, he, he could have just paid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we get another line. I'm stealing all the lines. That's fine. The discussion. I'm sorry. Um, you steal vets, hope. You're stealing a lot. It's ridiculous. I'm I'm full of theft today. Vets are supposed to take care of animals, and then Finn says he was an animal. Yeah. Um. Yep. That was an interesting case. It reminds me of the one where the woman got her leg. They like cut off her leg, and she was like, "Yeah, they paid me." So yeah, that's the isn't that the one with that was the one where Cragen was like arrested? No, no, it was around that time though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was around that time. Because I remember that so vividly, all of this shit going down at once. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Um all right. What which which story do you want to go to next? Let's see. We what we have Velasco and Duarte. Yeah. Let's talk about we all know what I'm saving till the end. Yeah, of course. Let's talk about um, Duarte. Okay, great. Um, so whatever the case, Oscar, Papa, blah blah blah. Um, here's my problem. <laughs> um, after like they testify, and the case is going downhill, and we lose Betty to the poison pupusa, <laughs> which the alliteration guys. The amount of times they said poison pupusa, pupusa was really. I was actually very into that because it's so weird. Like we've talked about that. Like I love it when shit is just off the walls. A, a rat poison pupusa, like brilliant. Love to see it. <laughs> I've never wanted a pupusa more than at the end of this episode. <laughs> The That's amount valid. of times it's like subliminal messaging. The amount of times they kept being like pupusa, and the but the rat poison did nothing to deter you. I love not that. at all, <laughs> not at all. The fact that it was a poison pupusa didn't stop. I now I want to. Anyway, this episode is not sponsored by pupusas. Unfortunately, if someone wants to change that, yeah, hit us up. <laughs> Our first sponsorship is with pupusas. That was so funny. Um, all right. So I want to talk about the scene, I guess, before he gets attacked um, with Benson and him in the bar. Yeah, that face is accurate. For those listening on the audio version, you're missing the biggest eye rolls. Um, so he walks up to her. He's like, it's never good to drink alone. And she says, beat sleeping in my house that way. And he rudely, I would say, inappropriate asks is that an invitation first of all sir that is someone you work with that is unprofessional doesn't matter that it's off hours that's an hr violation um and two you're a piece of crap so 
Like, what indication has she ever given you that that's an invitation for you? Like, I'm all for enemies to lovers, but, like, not here. Um, I'm... I think it's a funny quip and a great, like, yeah, that is a really... Yes, I understand how that would be a nice segue and whatever. If you guys were at that level. But you're not. You are this pain-in-the-ass co-worker of hers. Um, and luckily, they're both captains because it would be even worse if they were at different um levels uh, or power you know um but also do you recall last episode which based on like timeline is a, what a day or two ago where you revealed that you've been sitting on a rape tree for a year Fucking rape tree. and yeah. you think that it's okay to then be like you inviting me over she obviously is not you pervert no, it was a no for me. That don't make me drink alone too. I was like, <laughs> it's giving ma. <laughs> Anyone has seen that movie? <laughs> That's all I thought about when he said that. I just needed to point that out. You need to give context for any of us who have not. So if you guys haven't seen the movie Ma with Octavia Spencer, it's a masterpiece. It's a horror movie. She lures teenagers down to her basement to drink with her, <laughs> which honestly, this now that I'm thinking about it, would be an amazing SVU case. And someone please make an SVU case loosely inspired by Ma. Um, and she tells all of them, they're like 15, 16 year old kids. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to come to your basement anymore. You're like creeping us out. And she sends a video and she says, don't make me drink alone. <laughs> don't make me drink alone. And so that's what I thought of. Don't make me drink alone. <laughs> that was a very long story that nobody needed to hear. But I mean, also, it. you probably did need to hear it. Go, uh, go stream Ma. <laughs> but also, a Ma SVU episode makes sense. I, I like want it. it so bad. And we've kind of, I, I guess we kind of had that with, um, the case where the mom was like serving the alcohol to minors mm -hmm. wasn't it like so her kid would have friends but also she was like fucking her boyfriend or something yes. at the same time Great yes episode. in fact exactly the episode i was thinking of when you started describing mom yeah <laughs> but different because then that turned into a thing about how the daughter had alcoholism anyway not the point yeah um, and also like she didn't lure the kids to her basement to party you know right. yes 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 responsible doreen coming in with the episode titles thank you yeah thank you um taylor you were pulling a me with like here's a description of what happened yeah i know time. that's crazy i want to yeah. say that was like season seven or something like that yeah. great episode great episode um yeah i yeah I'm not a fan of whatever that like interaction was with Duarte. So it's then fine. paid for it. Okay. But so she says to him, you were right. We should have gone after him back then, like after the case or whatever, after the first subway case. And I think that that's where the conversation could have ended. I would have been fine with him being like, if that's the like best I'm going to get from you, I'll take it. Thank you. And that's where their convert, like the whole thing should have ended there because I believe at that point they've gotten to an understanding, right? Because she's not, Benson isn't vindictive, right? So the idea that she would be like, I made a mistake. We should have dealt with this earlier. You were right. Perfect. Perfect way to end the conversation. But instead, <laughs> keeps going. And now all of a sudden they're friends and he walks her out and she's like, why don't I give you a ride? And he's like, no, no, I'm going to walk. And I, no, they're not friends. They're not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, what did you think of his, his like death scene, I guess, in the bodega? It was I'm like scary, it. actually. I was kind of here for it. The blood <laughs> spatter on that window was a little scary. Um, but in a way that I was like, oh, that was kind of cool cinematography, actually. And the fact that they, you know, he walks in, he like sees these guys, sees the machete, they hack away at him. Whoa! At least he saved, presumably, the guy behind the counter. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think the way that it was done was really great. And like, he walks in, he, he sees it out of the corner of his eye, and then like, he does a full take. I appreciated that, that he like, he took... He took it. He he knew what was about to happen. And the way that he was like, 
this is what I need you to do was great. And it reminded me of when Benson first, uh, when the saga began, when she was like, Noah, go inside and tell them to call the police and to say, I was like, ah, nice, nice symmetry. Yeah. And it was crazy because he like obviously shot one of the guys. He's like, oh, maybe I'll get away. And then like five more people come in. They came out of nowhere. Oh no, that's crazy. Like that was so scary. I was like, oh, he has a like fighting chance. No, he doesn't. There's so many more of them now. Um, yeah, Zach said I saw it coming in the promo. Interesting. And then Sarah says that was one thing I got right from the promo that he was a goner in the store. Um, I guess I'm the only person who watched that promo and didn't see anything but. <laughs> I don't watch the promos anymore because I watch it on Hulu now and there's right. not that. So I'm surprised every week on that. Except for what makes it onto my Twitter feed, which again, we'll get to that because there were some things that made it onto my Twitter feed this week for sure. <laughs> Gather it for the class action suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need the evidence. All right. So Duarte doesn't make it, thankfully. Um, but there's a moment where Benson's like, I was too hard. He was a good cop. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Let's not rewrite history. Finn was like, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> so about our team. <laughs> I love that. Guys, he's like having a mental breakdown. He's like, so I've been thinking. Moneybag should join us. Really great addition. Yeah. <laughs> here for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So Duarte is thankfully gone. Um, Bronx seems to have a whole new staff. We can move on from them. That's nice. Hopefully never go back. Um, uh, But here's the thing. We might need someone new. (laughs) Because. Let's talk about that. What? This is your content warning. Swears are about to happen. What the fuck is Velasco doing? Um, I don't know what I was here for. <laughs> I know messy, it's dumb, it's chaotic. It's... I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, but what the what the fuck is he doing? When and why? I'm like so sure that because he went in with Tur- Turlish, right? It was those two. Yes. Things? Yeah. They went in there together. I was like, oh, they're going to play good cop, bad cop. Right. It's not actually drugs. It's like, it just looks like them. And it's going to, no, <laughs> it's certainly not. I'm sitting there watching it and I'm going, I'm confused. Is this, are they doing a, a good cop, bad cop? Like, what yeah. the fuck? What is happening? It was unclear. And then later when he's, when, um, uh, uh, Carisi's like, we gotta play dirty. First of all, Carisi, what the fuck are you doing? And second of all, Velasco already did. Like, he already did. Yeah. We, we didn't get the... And, he, and then he was like, Carisi said to. He didn't the first time. He didn't the I first time. I just can't believe how dumb it was. Truly. I was like, it has to be a setup. Like, they talked about this before. They're gonna reveal someone to... No. On his own volition. <laughs> He just decided that this was the best course of action. That was nuts. Uh, that was literally nuts. There's so many easier ways to do that that aren't like just pulling out a bag of drugs. You know what I mean? Like make him promises you're not going to keep. Something like that. Oh, I can get you, blah, blah, blah. You tell me that and then don't do it. Like you, sir. So Dimitri says Velasco honestly was so fucking stupid. I was sitting there like, is this guy brain First of all, we're trying not to. <laughs> to talk with ableist language but also fucking stupid yes yes <laughs> like what the fuck was he doing it was so yes so many swears coming to my brain um doreen says although barbara did get an addict to drugs so she could testify i would say different different she needed it to testify whereas this guy we were essentially um bribing yeah we were bribing him with drugs. He also was a piece of shit. So like, it it's, wasn't going to help anyway. It was. A, it, it felt like a waste. Yeah, um, it was giving me like old Amanda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she would certainly have done that in season like thirteen. I feel, and so I was kind of into it, and I'm excited to see where it goes because it is stupid, but like in kind of a fun soapy way. Like I. Well, so it. okay, so Churlish, uh 
I love that she's like, I'm not lying for you. I'm, she says, I'm never going to lie for you because she has a future that she's working towards. Um, and then she gives Benson the recording. I love that Benson's like, what is this other than a felony? Yeah. Loved that. She said another felony, fun fact. <laughs> um, but also, Trillish, what is your, what are you playing at? She's a snitch, but I mean, she should be. <laughs> right. Like she, I feel like her her path has now turned and she's going into IAB, but um, yeah. like, I know you had other plans, but it sounds like you're ready for IAB. Sounds like, yeah. <laughs> sounds like if Tucker hadn't died, he would be all over this. Yeah. Um, Chaos. Loved it. Do you think Velasco has gone now or do you think they're going to work through it? I'll tell you when we get to the end of the episode. Um, Sarah says, um, uh, uh, live in a, all in her feelings. And yes, they're setting up Velasco for some plot direction with those drugs. Maybe wonder about his history with addiction as well. Interesting. Interesting. I would be interested to see what that means. Cause he, whatever I'm look, we didn't want him here from the beginning. <laughs> I think that's the thing too. I'm not like mad about it. Cause I like, there's no stakes for me if he goes or if he stays. And so the fact that he's getting into some rambunctious little trouble. Sure. Show me. <laughs> I've said that last week though. I was like, why are we focusing on all these like Bronx cops? Like show us the rookies, you know, making the mistakes and Olivia having to deal with it. And I got all I wished for. So I'm here for it. <laughs> Sure, but, like, we didn't want Velasco. He's been useless. Like, he hasn't been doing anything, right? He, he hasn't drives been learning. over sometimes. Sure, but what I mean is he hasn't been, like, getting better or getting worse. So right. this feels like out of left field, that all of a sudden he's like, fuck it, I'm giving drugs to people. Honestly, yeah, you would have thought that would have been Muncie. Like, that's so par for her, of course. Yes. It's kind of surprising it wasn't Muncie, because she would absolutely have done that shit. It would have been really interesting if those two were in there together, because, like, how is Muncie going to, you know what I mean? Oh, that that's been the really thing. Fun. That would have been really fun, especially because um, Muncie would have, like, covered for him. She, you know, yeah. used to be with Duarte. So, like, she would totally yeah. have covered for him, but, like, yep, got it. I'm I understand we're on the same team. And then it would have been even more interesting. But instead we have Churlish, who we've been told is like, you know, rule follower, this and that, whatever, has a future she's going towards, ambitious. And I like her and would have wanted her on our team. But now I feel like they're never going to put her on our team. Unless they're going to replace Velasco with her. I doubt that. Um, because... No one on the team is going to trust her. Aside yeah, from wait, 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 wait. Wow, look at you. You know, maybe that's maybe that's the shakeup they need. <laughs> maybe. I would love her on the team. Us. Um, all right. Uh let's see. Let's uh wrap up this Oscar Papa crap. Um, because here's what we learn. He admits that. <laughs> had Duarte killed. Yeah. He's like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to stay in prison for that. And the reason? Um, mommy issues. <laughs> mommy issues, yes. I wrote that down. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, what? He, okay. I mean, I do appreciate that he's like, you can't kill an idea. He can run his organization from prison. Huh. This crime boss can hmm. run his organization from prison. <laughs> I feel like there should be a team that handles yeah. this so that we don't have to. Wish it was real. Wish it existed. <laughs> it's like they need another show that just handles this. Yeah, that's that's a really good idea. You should pitch that. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, uh, before we talk about the thing everyone's waiting for us to talk about, um, Albert loses a leg. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who cares, sir? You're alive. Like, she didn't shoot you in the head. She shot you in the leg, and you lost it. You're going to be fine. You're going to live your life. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> um, okay. Benza doesn't need to feel guilty. She, This boy's alive. Right. He's going to have a great life. I mean, that's, I don't know about that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. 
We'll have a life. <laughs> he will have a life. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, so let's talk about how Noah is safe and coming home. She confirms, she gets assurance from Oscar Papa that he is safe. Dimitri in the chat says, anyone else feel it weird that yes. Olivia just believed that Noah is safe? 100%, Dimitri, 100%. If they bring that back, oh my God, we're going to have an issue. Um, I believe that the show wants us to understand that they're right. They're even. I got, you, you know, he won't be harmed. I got what I wanted. We're even. We've reset. Okay, fine. Noah is safe. Fine. I don't believe that we will not see him again and he will not come after Benson for something. I'm sure that this will come back. He's eligible for parole when I'm 100. That's a fun fact for all of you. Beautiful fact. Um yeah. But he's still running everything from prison, so there's no there's right. no reason to trust him. As Doreen says, a rapist, a rapist criminal and his promise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. I I think we'll see him ag- probably end of season next season. I think we'll see him again. Um, but. I don't think we'll see him go after Noah. Dimitri asks, uh, was it Olivia's way of saying target me, but not my son? Maybe. Cause I do believe that, you know, he's agreed. He won't target the son, but he'll come after her because I feel like that is the kind of, you know, manipulation of the conversation that he would do. If that makes sense. I'm not saying they should bring him back. I'm saying I could see yeah. it happen. All right. So Noah's back. We don't see him. But he's back. We do see <clears throat> Stabler in Benson's home. First of all, when did they move? I don't this know. Is but not... it, was, it was new last time when she had her shotgun, too. Yeah. This is not the home that she last lived in. No. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so... <clears throat> He asks, why didn't you call me? I'm going to be honest. Why didn't McGrath call his team? That's my question. Yeah. Guess <laughs> good one. That's a good one. Um, so she says, because I knew you'd try to protect me. Which I think he asks the right question is, there was something wrong with that? Yeah. And then he says the words that I'm guessing lots of people have been waiting to hear. I care for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we wanted to hear for sure. Um, I definitely said it. And I was like, no shit. You guys are like best friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. All right. And then nothing happens. So. <laughs> and then she said, no. And then she says... I want to, but I'm not ready. And I say, babe, we've been at this for 24 years. How are you not ready yet? I'm sorry. I get it. There's been a lot of trauma between. He left for a decade. However, when are you going to be ready? If not now, you know what I mean? Come on. And then, and then he said, and then, well, I don't know. He was, he was like, why not? And she's like, because what if it doesn't work out? And he's like, but what if it does work out? Blah, 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 blah. Fine. Here's the thing. <laughs> in, an, in an actual situation where this actually happened in real life, I'd be like, sure, that's the right pace. We're watching a TV show. I'm done with realism. <laughs> if you're going to tease the shit out of this, on all your promos, on all your social media, on the Today Show, like, <laughs> you're going to get the highest ratings in, like, what, five years or whatever. You are filthy liars because it's not what happened. You just had the conversation that essentially we all could have inferred already happened and they've already are at this level. Like, is this any new information to anyone? Truly. Is it nice to see it? Sure. But I inferred all of this shit already. I feel like we could have read the room. 
show us what we're here for. And of course, like we, I mean, EO shippers. It's just a joke. It's just a joke at this point. Let them make out. They're like, come on. Come on. Anyway. The, here's some thoughts from the chat. Alice says it read like fan fiction. And you know what? I'm an avid fanfic reader. And so I was fine with that. Alice also says it was such a soap opera moment. Um, Dimitri says it felt like we're missing context for that Elliot and Olivia interaction because he literally said on OC that he lost a partner. Um, uh, Doreen says, uh, why when she's at her most vulnerable, is he going to make that move? Great question. Great question. Doreen also says it was cheesy. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely cheesy, says Dimitri. The, everyone's agreeing. Um, Doreen says, I need a conversation between them so she can tell this jerk all the shit she's been through for the last decade. Um, oh, not an EO shipper there. Here's here's my thoughts on it. We've had her say that she isn't ready. When she was talking to Amanda, she says, she, I'm not ready. I, I felt like he abandoned me. I'm worried it's going to happen again. All of that. On the other show, he had said that, like, he kind of wasn't ready. Um, you know, she was worried about the, like, possibilities. Every no one was ready. The idea that they had this moment where, yes, I agree, this may not have been the time, but he made his move. That's fine. Um, she says, I'm not ready for this. Then they just stood there. You know what would happen now? Sit down with your tea and talk about it. Like, right. let's have that conversation. Let's see that scene. Let's see them get through, like discuss it and get through it and get to a place where maybe they're ready to, to start. That's um, the thing. They need to pick a lane is the thing. We are hovering in this nowhere space and it's pissing everybody off. You either need to, and like, again, realism wise, like kissing is not the thing that like is the most important, whatever, but it's a shorthand on a TV show to say, oh, they're going in this romantic direction. You know what I mean? Like that's the language of in the nature of TV or they need, again, like you're saying, like a lot of people have been saying, like they need to show them having the conversation because we only get glimpses, bits and pieces of them. So we don't know if they're having the conversation or not unless we see it. And then we need to show them moving forward in some way because we are stagnant like we have been moving little little teeny little inches so small that it feels like nothing is actually happening we need to pick a lane and we need to drive through it now so um it, here's my question organized crime is three seasons already yeah okay so that's th we've had three years here is the progress of their relationship in three years. He, he's moved back to the country. Um, his wife died. He had sex with multiple people on organized crime. He gave her a letter that said that they should have never thought about anything or crossed any line and he regrets anything that has happened. He then informs her that he never wrote that letter and he doesn't know why he gave it to her to begin with. They've realized that they both have feelings. They're open to discussing them. She has told her friends that she is worried because anything is possible and she's afraid that it'll ruin the friendship. Reminding you that this friendship just reunited after 10 years, three years ago. And that she has not really informed him of all the things she has been through while he was gone. He, we know, went to Italy with his wife and children. So, like, we kind of know what he's been through. We don't know the cases or whatever, but he doesn't know that she was kidnapped and held hostage for multiple days. She then got uh, taken again and had to um, admit to the world that she beat somebody. She got promoted. She got uh, into relationships with somebody who then died of cancer. She got back together with Cassidy and then we discover that Cassidy was assaulted as a child and she had to deal with that she almost got her son taken away from her it's the like Gwyneth Paltrow video I laughed I cried I danced <laughs> like, that's 
<laughs> like that's a recap I feel. But it's just sorry, keep going. But what I'm saying is they need to have this discussion as to like what she's been through because he still probably sees her as the woman he abandoned 13 years ago who now has a kid. So like, let's see if, because the way that the show is, the shows are going, we're not seeing, we're being told that we're only, only progress that's happening is on screen. Yeah. Meaning no progress has happened. And it's all these dumb little obstacles that don't end up meaning anything. Like that letter. And that's fine if this was season 10. You know what I mean? If this was years ago. Even season 10. Even talking about that. Like, oh, it was so long. That was so early. Like, if we had started this earlier. Like, but we are on season 24. Like, (laughs) we don't have probably. I mean, we hopefully have many seasons left. But... (laughs) Like, why are we adding in these stupid obstacles that don't mean anything rather than actually building towards something if you're going to build toward it? It's like, no matter if you ship or not, it's frustrating because things that seem important don't matter. Things that are important either aren't seen or are only implied or are not even implied that we should be implied. Like, it's just there's no clarity and it feels like we're hovering in the same spot and nothing means anything like we need to pull the trigger already um dimitri in the chat says it's like you guys don't even know the people they are currently there's years worth of growth that's just being uh just isn't being acknowledged olivia is her own person let him learn and respect that sure show us that <laughs> yes. like, i don't I- disagree yeah i dimitri we i think we agree with you we'd like to see it because what we're seeing is they, from what I understand, right? They're not saying other stuff is happening behind the scenes that you guys aren't seeing. They're not jumping ahead and being like, we had a conversation last night and it got real deep and we talked about everything. They're going, this is all we're seeing. This is the step. So he he helped bring her son home. And then she she clearly was having a day and he was like, we should kiss. And she was like, no and he's like why not and she's like there's so much and he was like but we don't have to deal with that and that's all we've seen that's all we've seen yeah i just i don't know it's frustrating to me as someone who does like it when people are like she's her own person she doesn't need him she can be listen i agree with you but if they're going to keep bringing this into the fold and hinting that she wants it then there's nothing wrong with her wanting, like you, we should be like, I don't know. I, in my opinion, we should support like her as a character, as a woman who, yeah, is independent, can make her own choices. Like, I don't know if she wants to explore that, then let her explore it. Don't just be, I don't know. It's such a frustrating conversation. It's so frustrating how they're handling it constantly. I'm, I'm not saying, I mean, look at this point, I'll go with whatever they tell us we're going with. I, either they're together or they're not. Um, I don't I don't really care one way or the other. I just think do it right. Um, yeah. Sarah says that Marishka didn't interview and said the season would be a healing journey for Olivia. And I hope we get that conversation between them because I think it's pretty healing for her. That is interesting um, because she's healing she, she just shot a kid um that's gonna be a lot to deal with um at least that kid's alive uh all right doreen says his character seems selfish the relationship is one-sided she told him that interesting interesting um dimitri says yeah you guys are good it's just giving me a headache at this point how long they dragged it out dimitri they've been dragging it out for 24 seasons yeah no I'm, we're all I'm tired you i'm in agreement and here's the thing I'm one of those people, like, I normally sort of trust, I feel like, the process. If they weren't baiting me, if they weren't hinting at it, I would be fine with her being alone. Like, I'm not the kind of person that's like, who, for, like, the 10 years he was gone, was, like, saying, oh, my God, bring him back. Every Like, that's not who I am. But it's annoying when we're not making any progress in any direction whatsoever. If she was like, get out of my life. I don't want to see you anymore. Okay. That's at least definitive. Like give me something definitive. You know what I mean? 
I would even be okay with her meeting someone and starting to like date a, a nice, healthy relationship and then have to deal with like him being like jealous or I was trying to make a move and you weren't ready. And she was like, I wasn't ready with you because we have so much baggage to get through. I would be okay with a small detour. Like I don't care about who she's with. Well, I mean, we all know I want Cassidy, but whatever. But like- amount to something yes make the story make sense um because the truth is the promo itself as you said it was everywhere it they've been promoting this as though it was the moment we've been waiting for which they keep doing right like they literally keep doing that and there's no point if you don't promote it and just let us enjoy the show it will feel like the story's moving at a glacial pace but it's moving mm -hmm. so that's I a good feel like point. They're baiting the us. Of it is yeah. a little bit. I think I, saw, I don't remember who tweeted it. I'm so sorry, but it made me laugh. And they called him the, the boy who cried dick wolf. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because it's true. It's like, this yeah. is it. And then it's not it. And it's like, this is it. Like, honestly, when, if and when it does happen, I hope it's not going, like, they're not not going to promote that. But that would be so funny if they didn't put that in the promo at all. And just whoever happens to be watching. Like, it. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be, be, be genius. Look, it really does feel like we they keep baiting us. And, and for half the people, it's like, yes, this is what we want. And half the people are like, we don't want it. I just don't want to be baited. I think that's yeah. my issue is like, stop, stop trying to convince me. Because literally, I'm going to tell you a secret. My parents hate this show. They mm -hmm. never watch it and they hate it. My dad today, I told him I was doing the, our podcast and he goes, so what's happening with uh, the people? Didn't he leave the show? <laughs> and I said, oh, I was dad. like, dad, do you even care? And he was like, no, but it was all over the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did a lot of promo for it. And it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. How are you going to fake people out like that time and time again? Right. It literally keeps happening. Um, we still have so much more um, and I need to go get a pupusa. So let's go to best lines. Hell yeah. Hit me. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say this in a threatening tone. If you say one more word about my son, it'll be your last. Well, okay. got some kind of monogrammed hammock in Mexico. I don't know about. <laughs> I wish. You're my sister from another mister. Interesting. Um, let me call you Amanda from now on. Tell Carisi, don't wait up for me. I'll be working late. <laughs> I loved that exchange. Yes. He crazy or something? Yeah, but he's a good dude. <laughs> That's how I know people talk about me. Is she crazy or something? Yeah, but she's a good dude. <laughs> um, we're not here to confiscate your, your dog, Mrs. Morgan. <laughs> Um, you already said it, but I just think it bears repeating. Touch what? What do you think? His member has stole his wang. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say wang in so long. Me neither. I loved it. That really put it over the top for me. Yeah. Rat poison for a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Papusa full of rat poison. BX9 should publish a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> they would make a great mixtape for all the bangers in here. And then finally, defeat on the rocks. <laughs> so good. Mm. <sighs> um, those were great. I'm just going to add one more. I know I said it earlier, but I'm old, but I'm no idiot. <laughs> You're old. Go on. what? <laughs> I touched it and I didn't like it. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. She's a legend. Uh, Bring her back. Yeah, <laughs> honestly fantastic um okay so for those who don't know there's another show on called organized crime and i'm gonna be there's really already honest. that show <laughs> shocking since they should have been involved um friends i went back and watched the episode that i missed because i skipped it and i'll tell you there was nothing oh. and after the way that this ended and nothing happened between them i was like i'm not sitting through that 
So <laughs> I didn't sit through it again. I'm so you're just sorry. gonna always be one week behind, essentially. No, I'll catch up at some point when I have nothing else to watch and I have to sit through it. Um I that show, my friends, it's not great. That said, it does get Stabler undercover, which like is what we want, and that's all they should be doing on that show is Stabler Undercover. Like it's such a missed opportunity. They were doing a Fast and the Furious storyline. It like, yeah, it was silly. And um, what is going on over there? <laughs> all sorts of garbage. All I know is there was like a really th- this hot um, uh, organized crime boss, and she was like great. And how old was she? An adult. Um, <laughs> and I loved you. I think you would. She was scary. She's oh. your type. Um, <laughs> listen. That's and then and then they like wrapped up that story and I was like cool cool cool. Um, oh, S- Sarah gave us thanks for thank you for taking one for the team. Sarah says I sat through organized crime. Yeah, I almost called Olivia but got interrupted once again. So the usual. C- cool. <sighs> um, yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry I didn't sit through it. I couldn't. Uh. How many no- episodes are in this season? Two of organized crime? No, in SVU. Oh, in SVU. Um, I assume the normal amount, 20-something. Do you think it'll end with something actually happening? Between the two of them? Yeah. This season? Yeah. I don't know. They've been dragging it out for three years. Um, I think it depends on, I'm going to be really honest, I think it depends on if organized crime gets renewed <laughs> I think that will determine think whether that it will happen if it does not get renewed. Yeah, I think he'll have to jump ship. Not just jump ship, but like remind people that he has a show. Because hmm. <laughs> if it's like close to getting canceled, I think he'd come to SVU to woo over the audience. That's genius, actually. That's right? Really- like, I assume we'll have some more crossovers closer to the end of the season because they need people watching that crap. I get because here's the thing I'm like thinking and I mean not to harp on this point, but whatever. They advertise it so much. I think I'm allowed to talk about it. This as, like, is our podcast. Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But, like, I guess it would make sense. They wouldn't do that. Like episode 12 of season. Like that's kind of a weird time to actually be doing that now that I'm thinking. Like I would have made sense if it was mid-season finale even, but it's not. It's literally just a random episode sort of. So I feel like, yeah, maybe that is more of like a season finale and they're like kind of leading up to that, which like that's maybe me being delusional and I'm, I'll be honest about that, but I am just like thinking about, you know, the sort of arc of a season and like how they always try to get people to watch the premieres and the finales. So that could be a crazy finale because then there's like all this speculation about how they're actually going to navigate that like before the next season. So I don't know. That's what I'm going to choose to believe for my own sanity. I mean, it makes sense. I think, you know, it feels like for a show that like, is a procedural that is supposed to be a story of the week that is supposed to be um, about rape and sex crimes and, you know, other heinous criminal activity. It's very obnoxious that we had for the mid season finale, a promo that was like, Carisi and Rollins get married. Yeah. Um, And this one was like Benson and Stabler, maybe kiss. Which, like, it's kind of tales all this time, though, right? Like, that's been happening on, like, X-Files and shit forever. Sure, but, but we're 24 seasons right. <laughs> of beginning, middle, end, victim, yeah, red herring, perpetrator, uh, trial. Like, that's what we want. Yeah. It's what I want, but we got BX9 up in this bitch, so. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I think I'm most annoyed that of the three episodes of this BX9 saga, the like deaf girl school was such an interesting case mm-hmm. that apparently kept Detective Moneybags Bruno awake and on the force, and yet we solved it so quickly. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm agree. I'm in agreement with you. 
right. I think that we can have the best of both worlds, but we're having the worst of many worlds <laughs> right now. Yes. We're going to the Bronx and we're showing little teases and we're cutting things out that were advertised. Like, guys, get it together, please. Like, aye, aye, aye. all right. Um, we don't have any new, um, any new reviews on iTunes, which is a bummer. Um, so no new accents. Gru is not coming out to play. But you know what we do have? A weekly poll. A weekly poll. Um, so last week I wanted to know what your favorite gang member's name was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in third place, we just have other, which I'm going to assume Maestro is what people voted for that because I forgot to add that in there. I also liked Pretty Ricky, but that was like he died yeah. early on. A very yeah quick little yeah. snapshot in second place we have sacrilege which i think it's so great especially the reason he got it that's 37.5 percent of the vote number one no surprise 50 percent of the vote bugbear love him yeah we don't love him but we love his nickname <laughs> um this week i asked like the most inciting poll i could think of and it's gonna piss everyone off and that's okay so i wanted to know if you guys <laughs> like the eo moment and I broke it down by whether you ship it or not, too, because I feel like this is important data yes. that I should have. So right now, here's what's, here's what's going on. People who liked it and don't ship it, fourth place. Which I So think you like the moment, but you like don't the moment, ship them. Don't ship it. That's 21.1%. Well. Everything's pretty actually evenly matched. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was in third place. I'm so sorry. Last place is you didn't like it and you do ship it. Makes sense because sure. promo. Sorry, that was last. That's last place. Third place is like it, don't ship it. Second place is didn't like it, don't ship it. Mm. So they were like, enough of these two, get them off my screen. And in first place, 36.8% of the vote currently is people who liked it and do ship it, which I'm a bit surprised by because I thought it would be more people who do ship it didn't like it because they felt misled, but maybe they stayed away from the marketing, you know, or they're like, want, want to take it slow and like felt like this was progress. Whatever. I'm in a rush. That's fine. But, um, so that's interesting. I'm excited to see if that will continue on and be the same, uh, with the final results next week. But yeah, I'm very curious how this is going to shape up. Yeah, uh, fascinating. We will tell you where to find the poll in just a bit. Um, but now it is time for the thing we've all forgotten about. What did we learn? What did I learn? Uh huh. <laughs> what did I learn? <laughs> I learned that she's old, but not an idiot. Not an idiot. I guess I learned a little bit, and now I forget it. So, like, did I really learn if I didn't retain it? But I remember being interested in like the syringe that they got the girl with, and like the drug kind of like mixture they had put in that. Oh, um, yeah. That because she was a heroin addict, it like saved her life. That she like had a tolerance to what was in there. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, What else did I learn? Um. That was it. I learned that Benson moved. Yeah, I learned that when she had her shotgun, though. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention at that point. I was too distracted by the idea that she sat there with a shotgun. I learned that she's not ready. Um, <laughs> I learned, all right, so I'm going to say some things that might be controversial. In that scene where he, like, was trying, he was like, I care for you. And she said, Elliot, I want to, but I can't. He was like, why not? And I feel like he could have moved away from her to ask that. Um, It felt not like coercive because obviously he respected her consent, but it felt like the way TV has taught men to not, um to take maybe as a yes or maybe as a as a as a convince me i think i i read it as like always trying to comfort her but i get it yeah i get you i don't know there's so many weird ways to interpret all of that i feel i agree i just kind of wish on this show specifically it would have been it would have been a like smarter move 
to have him like pull back when she says, I can't. But then they want to have the footage trick us with, yell. I even could have um, her saying, but what if it doesn't work out? And him saying, but what if it does? Like coming back closer together. Mm -hmm. And then her saying, I'm not ready for this and, and go back. Like I would have been okay with like a back and forth. I just think that like for so long, TV has literally shown people that when a woman on television says to a man, like, I'm not sure he's like, I promise it's okay. Or like you make the calls, but he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, move away from her. that physically. No, I get that. No, I get yeah. that. That's yeah. That's a directing choice. So like, um, specifically just this show, like any other show, I'm like, if you're going to keep up this, you know, will they, won't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. It just, on this show. I get you. I get you. It's like the place where when the captain of the special victims unit says yeah. to a detective who was on special victims unit for 10 years, 12 years, how long? 12 years. 12. To, for him to be like, yes, I hear you. Right. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I'm not saying that he coerced or she felt uncomfortable. I'm just saying feels like the place to do that right we're we're critiquing the choice just like we critiqued the yell last episode <laughs> the scream in the woods we oh, didn't yeah. really think that i was like more. you critiqued me well not too no i'm just kidding <laughs> the scream in the woods like yeah. the you know the choices they made when they were yelling yeah, directing and whatnot yes yes and yes yeah all right um before we wrap up some announcements, you can get uh, some silly merch and some heartfelt merch, but mostly silly merch. Um, there's a link below. You can leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes. If you leave us a review on iTunes, we'll read it live on the air, um, probably in my groove voice, maybe in someone else's voice. Uh, if you like us, you can give us five stars. If you don't like us, you can give us four stars. Other stars are so broken. Um, so weird. Yeah. What else do I want to tell people? Uh, ooh, um, some thoughts. You can reach out to Rain if you need them. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. Please reach out to Rain if you need them. Taylor, what does 4673 spell? It spells hope, everyone. Yay, you did it. Thank you. We did You're it, welcome. Joe. We did do it, Joe. Um, oh, I forgot. I know we were wrapping up, but I'm going to tell you all in the promo for next week. We see Bruno Moneybags is helping out the team on the case. Does he join our team? We don't know. But you know who's also there? Velasco. So he hasn't been fired. Bruno didn't replace him. The fuck? Shit. Yes. Um, I have to see what happens with that. Mm, I'm excited to see what happens with Bruno less so with Velasco uh, Velasco should just be fucking fired the question I have is do we need Detective Moneybags Bruno swag probably yeah I'd wear the shit out of that <laughs> alright I think we will do that that might be happening I'll add it to the list okay okay um, Taylor, until next week, where can everyone keep up with you in the poll? You can find me in the very divisive poll on Twitter still at alphabet underscore. And you can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Amazing. I am only on Instagram because I've abandoned Twitter. Abandoned it. Although I did vote in the poll. Um, what did you every, vote for? I'm not telling you. Um I am at Yell Teagle. That is Y A E L T Y G I E L. You can find me again on Instagram. I have changed my TikTok back to Yell Teagle. Um, I'm going to re reinstate my Twitch channel. And here's the key, everybody. You can find me on the official after show for The Arc, which is a new series on the Sci Fi channel. The official after show for The Arc called After The Arc is going to be available the day after on Electric Now, which is a free app that you can download on pretty much any device if you're in the U.S. Um, also, 
If you watched Leverage Redemption, you can watch the official Leverage Redemption after show, which has me and Felicia also on the Electric Now app. Okay, that's where you can find me and keep up with me. I don't have a poll, so I'm just going to plug all the rest of my stuff. I don't love do that. polls. I think that's everything. And somebody's saying Guts Money. Do we need Guts Money um, swag? I do love Guts Money. I'll make a note. We'll see. We'll see. It should be a reversible shirt. One side is Detective yeah. Money Bags. The other one's Guts Money. We'll it's see. like the devil and the angel, truly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you to everyone who joined us. Uh, Sarah and Doreen and Dimitri and Lizette. Um, there was someone else. Alice was here as well. Uh, uh, I know there were other people. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Um, did, did we have Zach here as well? John Knight was here for a minute. Oh, John Knight says, I hope Velasco doesn't get arrested. Mm, I disagree. Sorry, John. <laughs> I, I disagree on that true. one. Um, Zach was here. Yes. Uh, I'm uh, just making sure I caught everybody. Okay. That seems to be everybody who's here in the live chat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, regular time and place and doing all the things. Okay. Bye.